When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Kules. Welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga, here in the Spanish capital. In today's episode, Craig McGuff joins me as we talk about Barca's offseason, pending transactions, the future of the season with under Xavi, and... Interestingly enough, we go on a random tangent about Barcelona's recent Champions League performances. I let it all hang out. I think, looking back and listening to the conversation, I guess I didn't really have a chance to vent my frustrations about our recent Champions League history, and more importantly, Real Madrid winning their 14th. So you get to hear all of that hang out. Really quick, before we get into that conversation, we had an audio issue, so the first two minutes are missing, but we jump right into our conversation about the offseason. And last thing, really quick, we are continuing with our Patreon content. We are adding a new benefit for our patrons. We're adding a weekly trivia contest, which is going to be a mix of Barca and football trivia, four questions a week. Every three months, we'll have an Amazon gift card prize. So just another thing to create more of a community here with our worldwide Barca fans. After the break, Craig and I discuss FC Barcelona's summer moves. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm in the same boat as you because the thing is, like you said, I think that is a really interesting uh, analogy or you know parallel that you gave going into another market to find talents that aren't being evaluated and aren't going to be as high, right? And so that's why I'm always going back to like La Liga. What, like for example, I just read today, Marcus Alonso is a targeted, you know, fullback that Barcelona wants to get. I'm I'm just like, why? Why do we want this guy? Because of his name? Is that is that really what is? I understand if you don't if you watch football, sure. Like six years ago, Marcos Alonso was a 
a nice fullback, you know. But to me, for the price, you're telling me you can't get me a, a fullback from Mallorca and a fullback from Girona for six million, have them battle it out and then groom them and then just have them be a stopgap for now while we continue to build for the future. I mean, that's the thing is it's cyclical, right? I mean, that there are down years. I don't know what he what he's smoking. I understand he's just trying to give this this level, but the money is not limitless, right? I mean, we just saw this with the Bartomeu era and you have to be financially sound. And to me, you know, bank on Pedri, bank on Ansu Fati, bank on Araujo, use those guys as the future, but they're still under 22, you know? Like the we can have these two years of just being financially sound and not going after these players. You know you know my feelings about Lewandowski. And like I said, the more that it continues on and the more that Bayern wants more money off of him, at what point do we give in? The other player, too, obviously with the Rapinha, like, does that does Rapinha make our team an elite team? I don't think so. Your thoughts? What Do you, do you think Rapinha is that player that we desperately need? No, not, not at all. I mean, there's two things there. The first thing, I'll very quickly jump back one before I jump forward, but you, you mentioned there, like, for the price, X. And that's what that's what everything comes down to for me. Would I take Marcus Alonso on a free? 100% I would. Of course I would. Would I want to go and, you know, give him give him a, a shitload of money on a contract and, and go and put a fee in their hands? No, I wouldn't. And I think that's going to be the key thing this summer is every player has to be valued on their on their attributes first their price for us that's because that's the two things we're operating on we, we are we are inherently even if we pull the levers and i'm sick of hearing pull the levers pull the levers makes it sound like a game show like let's be honest about what we're doing here like pulling the levers and taking a payday loan are there, are there a thing in spitting payday loans i mean the, the absolute epidemic of them over here like yeah you, you could call you know you could call pulling a lever getting a payday loan but you're going to regret it eventually so i think yeah, the price is absolutely everything to me in terms of who we get. Rafinha, Rafinha, I find it really interesting because I, granted, I'm in a very bizarre position in the sense of I live in the UK. So for our patron community and our WhatsApp group and whatever, like you'd, you'd think I'd be a great source of information, but I don't really watch English football, if I'm being honest. But what's telling for me about him is that I know very little about him. Yet the amount of dross that gets pushed out in this country that you can't escape just by living here about players who are just bang average. Like, yes, I think he's widely regarded as one of Leeds' most dangerous players, but it's Leeds. Like, Leeds haven't been good since I was about 11. Like, so I, I, I know very little about him. And, and, and yes, some of that could be a failing on me, but surely if he was that good, he'd have made an impression. And do I think he's an upgrade on where we are? Not, not from what I've seen. Do I think he's worth the money? Christ, no. Do I think he's worth the money and the politics of going and hijacking it, whatever that means? No. So I think, I think it's a strange like unless unless there's something about this player that I don't see, and again, in in full disclosure, there absolutely could be because I don't watch a lot of English football. It just seems like that money could go somewhere else and somewhere better. And if, you know, if we're looking at, and this is really warped logic, right? But if we're saying We've got 50 million for Lewandowski, who I think is a good, great player, by the way. I'd be mega excited about if they can just keep this spending under control. I know you're, not, I know me and you slightly disagree about this, but if we've got 50 million for Lewandowski and we've got 60 million for Rafinha, right? That's 110 million if my maths aren't failing me. Right. So if we've got 110 million, forget the two players mentioned. What is the maximum we can do with that money? And if that's five players, do it. If that's one player, do it. I don't care, but what can we do with that money that gets us closer to league titles and Champions League titles? And I don't think it's Rafinha and Lewandowski. That, that's the way I'm looking at it. And I'm probably being very basic here. You know, I'm playing a bit of football manager when there's people that are paid a lot of money to do this. But 
that's the way I look at both of them two players. Lewandowski, yes, but not for the price. Rafinha, I don't see what he brings. If Dembele truly is going to half his wage, and again, you know, for anyone in our WhatsApp uh, chat, you'd have heard me say this. Oh, sorry, see me say this, but Dembele at half the price is someone I want in my squad. Dembele at full price can go and play wherever he wants to play. What's Rafinha going to give us at Dembele at half the price doesn't? Except 60 million quid that we don't have to spend. Yeah, and, I, and I, I'm just... I'm trying to be optimistic about what's you know what's going on, but at the same time, I just can't. I'm 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 seeing a lot of repeat mistakes, you know. Like for example, you know we're going to talk about Dumbelli in a second. You know with Chavi, like with this formation, this system, like why are we so set on it? Like why can't we adapt to players? You know to give more variety is all I'm saying. Like I understand the four three three. I get it, you know, tradition, da, 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 yeah, I get it, I love it, you know, but to me, why, I mean, I just feel like we're just pigeonholed, you know, and I don't like, I don't feel like we're adapting to modern football fast enough right now, you know, the idea to me that Busquets is going to be the minutes leader again this upcoming season scares me, and he's going to be, oh, I see your face, you don't think, you don't think he's going to be the minutes leader? No, there's, a few, there's, a, there's some really. I, I wish I was like, I'm too British. I wish I could have just interrupted you four times then. But I'm being very <laughs> British about this and wait, waiting in a queue. Um, a couple of things. Number one, which player do you think means that we're tied to that system? Number two, do you think we're actually tied to a system, or do you think that's a really easy narrative? And that's, an, that's a leading question. I don't. Well, I, like we, I haven't seen that. anything. And the third one. Go sorry. on, go on, go on. And then the other one is do you not think Kessie has been signed specifically to replace Busquets because he doesn't replace anyone else in the squad? Yeah, but, do, I mean, do you really think Kessie's going to take over? I think he's going to have mean... to. I, I think, to your point, we, we've, been, we've been saying Busquets should be done since since episode one of me recording I, I with know, you, which was this, too but long this ago. Is, this is the issue that I have with this team right now because... You know, in my mind, I would have loved Kessie going right into the starter and saying Busquets, but that talk hasn't happened. Like, Chavi's just not doing those type of things. And it. Well, he hasn't signed yet. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. But the thing is, is that, this is what I'm talking about <laughs> is that there isn't this idea. That, I mean, there's no rhetoric out there that's saying that Busquets is not going to be the number one captain and slash be the minutes leader coming up. Like, that's what I'm saying. But there isn't rhetoric that he is. There's no rhetoric. There's silence. Absolutely. If you if you weren't reading if you weren't reading the Catalan dailies, right? If you're if you're a you know if you're a if you're a fan in Orlando and you aren't in our Patreon community, if not, like why why are you not a step one? But like you know you don't have access to the Catalan dailies, you whatever. You you could be forgiven for having no idea that we're about to apparently make two unveilings this week. Like it is radio silence. I think part of that is because. We don't want the world to know either that we are more skint than we are or less skint than we're telling people or whatever. There's clearly some politics around the levers. But you would be forgiven for not knowing that this was going to happen. I think I don't I don't see a scenario where very weird tangent here, but bear with me. My in fact, no, I'm not going to go there. That was about work. I'm not doing that. I am not doing that. I'm going to move on very quickly. I don't see a scenario where Kessie has sat down with his agent as if he's a free agent, is that right? So he's, you know, he's instantly much more lucrative and valuable than he could be. And he sat down and said, 
take me to a club where I'll sit on the bench. I'm not. That's, when he could that's, have his pick of probably every Champions League club right now because the fact he's not, free. That, that's not what I'm saying. You know, there there could be behind the scenes talk where they said, "Yeah, you're going to play." You know, and he's like, "Great, I'm going to play." Mm. But as we've seen in the last months of the season, Chabi never benched Busquets out of necessity or tactical stuff. Right? Everyone keeps thinking that Busquets still can't do it, and that's my issue. Right? <laughs> Who would he have benched him for? Anybody. No, but it doesn't work like that, does it? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And there are some players that I'm like, play anyone. Like, play, play I'm, me. Like, I'm, I'm a proponent. Is, but Busquets is integral I, to I what we do. I understand. But the thing is, I'm a proponent to changing things up, right? To putting the growth of the midfield. Like, try stuff out. Like, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Is like, but, you're looking at me like this, and I know that because... Man. You can't change for change's sake, though. Like, Why? That, we not, we didn't do anything. Because it's not Sunday football. Yeah, but we, it's not Sunday football. You can't do that. the last two months. You need, someone, you need someone that can play there because two things. Number one, right? Let's assume we go, do you know what? Never mind. Let's put Dest there. No, I'm not saying Why that. Not? Come Change. on, come on. I'm not, no, 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 Let me no, finish. Let me no, no, no. finish. I'm let me talking, finish. About, right, me I'm talking finish. about numbers in midfield. And I'm saying the last two months we had nothing to play for. It was a perfect opportunity to mix and match. We did, no, though. Who did we mix? We did. Who did we, we mix did, we, we did in the real... No, 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 no. I'm not saying we mixed him. I'm saying we had something to play for. In, we did. In, we did. In professional football, sadly, every every game counts. Every game matters. For fans, we might be like, the league's gone, Copa del Rey's gone, Champions League's gone, but it doesn't work like that in professional sports, does it? Every game matters. So if you're Chavi, two things. If you say, right, in fact, let's let's remove Desk because that's me being facetious, right? But let's me let's say, okay, let's put Gavi there. Let's do it. If we think that isn't Gavi's position, two things happen. Number one, you lose a player that can play there, and two, you make another player worse. You can't do that. We had no one, and this is the thing we kept saying for ages, if it's not Frankie De Jong, who is it that replaces Busquets? And clearly they don't think it's him. Whereas Kessie gives Javi, Javi the ability to replace him with someone that in theory can do that job. And I think that's what's different, is that the, you're only signing Kessie to replace Busquets. And if you're Kessie, surely you're only joining because you've been given some kind of signs, if not a tacit agreement, but some kind of sign that you're going to play regular minutes because you're a free agent who's regularly playing European football. You're an international. You can go and play for probably tens and tens of clubs that are going to play in the, the top two European competitions this season. So I don't see a scenario. I'm not saying that Busquets won't start game one. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I don't believe Busquets will be the leader of minutes in our team this year by a distance because there's no re- there's no point bringing Kessie in if that's the case. No point. I feel I, I, From his I side, feel not ways you're coming in because I still... I, Let's yeah, do it. I, I think Busquets is still going to be the leader in minutes this season. I, I just... The last... Three months told me a lot about what Xavi's going to be doing coaching-wise, and he's going to hold everything close to the vest with, like, the players that he trusts the most. And that's Alba, PK, and Busquets. And to me... Nah. No, I don't see it. I don't see it. It happened it. in the last you look, two at, you look at me like I'm... You're looking at me like I keep kicking your puppy, but... But did, hold like, on, did, did the they? Did, did that, those three players, obviously PK got an injury, but, like, those two players, Alba and Busquets, did they start every match? Yes, they did. Right, and who who would you replace him with? That's the difference. It wasn't Chavi's squad. He didn't have a pre he didn't have a preseason. He didn't have the chance to get his squad in. We were skint, so he's now got levers, and I'm gonna keep saying levers as often as I can because it's really annoying me and it helps me. I'm kind of talking this out for myself. But we keep we can now pull levers. We've got a chance for him to build a squad in his image. Who do you replace him with? I don't subscribe to the idea of just put someone else there. Like I just don't, I don't subscribe to that. Who who would have replaced Alba unless you were bringing someone up? Who would have replaced PK? That you actually would trust the idea we would put long we put long in and people would like people would start having like small heart attacks. 
Yeah, but that's that's. So you've got to replace people that are competent. With, with yeah, but competent. you're telling me you're telling me that long leg couldn't replace PK. Honestly, I'm te- I I I thought I thought Longley could, yeah. but I was clearly in the minority. People thought Longley was no, no, atrocious. No, I'm saying he could. I don't know what Chavi thought. I mean, if Chavi thought he was great, then Chavi wouldn't be letting him go to Spurs on loan, would he? I so I think if you look at the signings that we let, 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 let me at this point, right? Because you're, you're, it looks like you're you're you, are you sweating? No, not at, all, not at like all. Not at all. You look really upset <laughs> about this. God, it's pre-season, man. Let's at least start losing before we get this angry. But no, I think let's look at the players that we're bringing in, right? The players you've mentioned there that we don't ever get replaced, I 100% agree with you. We don't replace, we didn't replace Busquets enough, we didn't replace PK enough, and we didn't replace Alba enough. The first two signings that we, in theory, know that we're getting, one is going to play holding midfielder, one is going to play centre half. Yeah, I, I get all that. So assuming we get a fullback I, from somewhere, I get, I get right? big, big assumption. <laughs> I mean, but this is the thing: is that you're using one-to-one logic logic i'm using logic <laughs> that's, that's the problem that's the problem i i look at those signs and say yes I, what i'm saying to you is that chavi's not going to integrate them and use them as willingly as based we want to see that's what i'm saying based on because what? based on what i'm just looking at the last three months of what he was trying to do and trying to mix match and trying to get victories and I'm still nervous about his coaching because everyone keeps saying this to me that he didn't have an off season, right? That he didn't have his players. And now he may not get all the players he wants. He's going to get an off season, but I want to see more adaptability in these matches. And I just don't see that enough. I always think we're always constantly doing the, we are Barcelona, we're 4-3-3, F you, go on yourself, you know? And then we lose to... Uh, what's the team we lost to in the Europa League? Well, I can't even remember their name right now. <laughs> Pick yeah, one. Exactly. Pick so one. That, no, it was, um, it was the uh, German, German team. Whatever. That, whatever. Frankfurt. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But they beat, they, but they beat Rangers though, so they're now my, they're now my third favourite team. So, uh, but like, can I, can I just like, on, on this point though, because right? I do get it, I do get the nervousness. What I would say is though, like, you, you literally, we, we threw, let's roll back a little bit. We threw Chavi into the scenario where we said, you've got a broken Kuman team just come in and give us some optimism, right? And he did. He did. We absolutely ended the season more optimistic than we left, right? But we need to understand that Xavi was operating on someone else's squad. So was it the fact that he did... So, 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 let's just take a little step back and say, right, before we start getting really annoyed about this, let's at least give him the lad a chance. He's got he's got his players, his off season. He's you know when we talk about mix and matching, mix and matching only works if you've got players that you're willing to mix and match with. Like we wouldn't we, we wouldn't be happy with Chavi just going right, Abamyang, you're now going to play holding midfielder because you're quite tall. Like it doesn't work. So at least let him sign the players. And I, I, I know you're not. I'm, I'm being I'm being deliberately obtuse there, right? But. The mix and match thing. If you look at the the, the different, he played he played some a lot of youth. He played a lot of different combinations, but in a very narrow area of the pitch. And I understand that that's what you're saying. The, the the fact that we needed to do more beyond those positions, but I just don't think we had the personnel. I think we'd have to move players out, bring players in, and I, and I think you'll see more of it. But Chavi is too football intelligent to look at Busquets, PK, and Alba and say that's the future of my team. You absolutely could keep them around for experience. And I understand, stuff. but that's the issue that every manager is going to have at Barcelona. They're not here long enough to have a future, right? So, so that's 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 the issue. I'm I'm. The thing is, like, let's take a like if we take this the the season when Xavi came, the first part was great, right? We beat Real Madrid, blah blah. blah. But I'm also looking at the last part, which is the most difficult part, where they had nothing really to play for. Obviously, the fourth place, but whatever. We were. 
going to be okay for the most part. And the team, you're telling me the team performed at an optimal level, and that's something that you are excited about coming into the season. Because because I'm the saying, thing is, he had three months now to train with the team. So it wasn't like he just got came in with Kuman's team in the last of April, beat Madrid, and then came into this offseason. We're like, oh, yeah, here we go. It's February, and then all of a sudden, May. Like, Did he did he make some players better? I think he did. We played better who, football. Who, but what who, can who he do, do about the fact that... Hold on. I'm curious. I think he definitely settled PK down. I know it's one of the players you want to replace, but he definitely made PK look better. He... he he gave Busquets things around him that made him look better as well. I think, yeah, I think he made everyone look better than they were. He made the team better as a whole. But it's a, it's a very different conversation having three months on a training pitch, getting players to play every three days. That's very different to being able to sign players, get rid of other players, and put in, and instill new ideas. When you're in the middle of the season, let me make one more point about Celtic, and then I promise I'll never mention Celtic again for at least five minutes. The thing this season that Ange Postecoglou keeps saying is that I didn't have a preseason with these players last time, so I can improve. I can improve the players we've got because I've got a preseason with them. When you're playing every three games, everything suggests that all you're trying to do is you basically try to recover your players and you try to go again, and you're trying not to change anything because it's not enough time to take it in. So it's going to be very different. The other thing is that if we look at the rumours that are coming out, right, and I, and I take your point, I just don't agree with it, which is that. If you look at the rumours that I'm reading, is that PK has been told he can leave, and he's been, and he, he's effectively said, "I'll I'll take a massive pay cut and stay." Rumour, but it is what it is. Clearly, we're looking at Busquets and saying we need someone to give you at, at the very least competition. If if he wins that battle, let him play. If he if he if he wins the right to start, start him. Busquets at times was great last season. Busquets at times was slow and looked old last season but if he wins I know I can see the exasperation if he if if he finally has some competition and wins out and plays fine I'm easy with that but at least let Xavi have a pre-season to make the moves which looks like we're signing a centre-half it looks like we're signing a centre-midfielder there has to be a full-back at least coming at least one coming and we need Xavi to have a pre-season where he puts his ideas in having time on a training pitch halfway through a season with a squad that's dysfunctional isn't enough man I don't know man I just and like this is the thing is you're so no, cynical. but the thing is, I it, it really just comes down to I want a young team that I can go behind and see the mistakes, but at least I see the effort, and I and I can go with that full heart with Xavi saying, these are my kids, I'm rolling with them. It's going to be full effort, full press, and this. The problem I see now is we we're trying to put duct tape into this sinking ship to continue us to get through the next three years. And that to me, like, yes, Busquets had one or two plays in five games where you're like, yes, Busquets still has it. But Busquets cannot run. And that's my biggest issue. Like, if I have a younger player that's going to make a couple more mistakes but is putting way more effort and is faster, that's what I want now. Besides getting the... Like Kessie. Like yes, but like, this is the thing is that, again, this is the one-to-one logic that I'm nervous about because as we look on paper, I'm like, yes, Kessie, I, I'm down there. But like you said, it's very quiet. Nothing's happening. We're not pumping this up. We're all just talking about Lewandowski. And that's what I'm 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 nervous about. Because if we do have Kessie, now he's not gonna have the excuse anymore. And then how long is it gonna take him to integrate into the system, learn what's going on, all these things, and he's maybe gonna be able to have that as an excuse for the first half of the season. Let me just ask you, what's your favorite Busquets moment of the second half of the season after the Madrid game? Off the top of my exactly. head, I couldn't, I couldn't mine either. One. But 
but but but but but but Busquets Busquets is not playing in a position that needs to have standout Hollywood moments. Busquets needs to be largely anonymous. And I would say Busquets is not Busquets was not the sole problem. I know he's not the sole problem. I know he's not the sole problem. There's a lot of issues with this team, you know? Goal scoring, for example, with Ferran Torres, my friend, who is uh, lacks the killer instinct, you know? As I talk about, like, when I used to play, like, all I cared about was scoring. I would steal the ball from my own teammate to try to score because I wanted the goal, right? I obviously got better to play with others, but this is, this is the thing that you have to have. And I just feel like he has the same problem in Spain. Like, he cannot convert goals. And when we have a bunch of players that cannot convert chances – then we just get these matches and we're just 0-0, 1-1, and we're just... Go on. So let me ask you this then, right? Because if I'm being if I'm being correct in my assessment, you're upset that Busquets wasn't replaced enough last season. You want someone to replace him that's younger. We've signed someone who's younger to replace him, and you're not happy. What would you be happy with? Is it Does it need to be two yes. players? Because Why? there needs to be competition. That's the thing is like I I can see this going – see, this is the thing. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But everything that's told me what Xavi is going to be doing this this season is he could continue to use Alba and Busquets. And to me – But you can't know that because he's never had a preseason. What's the preseason have to do with it? Because he can sign players. But he can't. Like that's the problem as well. Like he's not – He is. But do you you really think Christensen is going to take over Alba's spot? No, I mean, for, off, isn't he? whoever comes in as a left back, if there's someone comes in, if they're better than Alba, I think, I think, yeah. But the other thing is that we're still talking, and I know you don't want to hear this. We're still talking, maybe not in PK, but in Alba and Busquets, we're still talking about two players that deserve a seat at the elite table. I'm not saying they're elite now because their legs have gone, and you can't, they can't be elite for 38, 45 games a season, whatever it is. But you're still talking about players. Alba could walk into most teams in European football still. So if someone comes in, as we saw with Junior Furpo, as we saw with Dest, and just because they're younger, you can't just play them. You've still got to give these players a right. Signing players and giving competition improves players that you have. Fact. It's just mm-hmm. a fact. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, and it, it probably it's a yeah, probably but also a the com- but the competition has the to be valid. Like the the coach has to say there's yeah, but the any young fullback that's come in the last seven years, what's never getting a comp- a real shot, never. Because we keep signing wingers, we keep thinking that Danny Alves' template will work again. We keep signing wingers and and asking them to defend. Playing playing fullback for Barca is horrendous. I wouldn't want to do it. You've got to be simultaneously be one of the best wingers in European football and one of the best defenders in European football. You've very very often got you know no help around you. You need to be as good of a passer of a ball as, as a centre midfielder. Like, I wouldn't want to do that. We keep signing wingers and hoping they can defend because Danny Alves happened to work and Alba happened to work. How about we go and sign, to your point earlier, which I absolutely will say you got correct, how about we go and sign someone based on their attributes, irrespective of where they're playing, and hope that we can make them step up rather than going, you know, you, you might be decent because you're a good name. Like, there's talk of bringing Kukurea back. Well, there was talk. I think he's going to go to City, potentially. But, like, the idea that Kukurea or Grimaldo or whatever, like, we're now having to go back to the people that we let go because for whatever reason, they couldn't, they, we didn't think they'd displace Albert. And that's fine. But we're looking at them for their attributes. Why don't we go and try and find attributes rather than names? And if that person comes in and, can, and is better than Alba, play him. If he's not, don't. But the fullback thing fails because we keep trying to sign wingers to that point. Stop trying to find people that are going to give you Alves level assists and go and find someone that can actually stop you conceding goals for a bit. Like, 
that that's a that's a philosophical thing for me. It's not a it's not about Alba being so entrenched that no one can displace him. It's the fact that we keep signing players who aren't better than him. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Kessie could Kessie could be the replacement for Busquets. Christensen could be the thing for PK. We now need someone that could be the replacement for Alba. And if they are great, if they're not, then at that point we can start blaming Xavi. What I'm saying is you're going to get really annoyed if you're going to start blaming him before he's even had a chance to do it, man. I know. I'm just. I guess I just want to see more tactical flexibility. And I know we're stuck with these players. And I, I get what you're saying with the Kessie and the thing. But I'm just nervous that he's going to continue to use these players for the for the for the season as the minutes leader and that's what I'm looking at. Because like honestly like okay great like the fitness level he's improved and he's done a couple things but like on a tactical point has he done anything that has wowed you? I think he's done what he could do. He made he made us a nicer team to watch. I actually I actually wanted to watch Barca under Xavi. I didn't want there was times where I was Especially I would say the last five se- the, the, the five matches, the, match. the last five matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See now, I mean, no, 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 no. But no, no. But com- compared to where we were, compared to where we were, probably it's all relative, right? It's all relative. Probably, I, it, do you know what? I, gen- I genuinely don't remember what I was feeling, which isn't inherently a bad thing because at the start of the season, I was feeling like I'd made some terrible life decisions. So probably, but I just keep saying it. Like, I mean, I, I'm. You can I, only you can only work with what you. I get all that. I get all that. But also the the. I mean, I just look at the Frankfurt. Ida and Vuelta as a big sticking point for me. Because, again, it's the arrogance that we continue to have in these European nights that we are Barcelona, 4-3-3, take it or leave it. We don't do anything to adapt. And it was Frankfurt, Craig. It was Frankfurt. That's that's my biggest thing. That it was a big game. It was a big thing because we were saying we wanted to win Europa League. We wanted to advance. This was a This was our tournament. And we still did the same goddamn thing, which is nothing. But is is your point? And I'm I'm not being Go deliberately on. hostile here, right? I promise <laughs> you, I'm not. Your 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 point seems to be simultaneously. We didn't adapt, and we do what we always do, and and it's Frankfurt. Like so, the and it's Frankfurt point means that we shouldn't have had to adapt because we should have just turned up and beat them. But then you're saying we should adapt. So I, I know yeah, what you're because, saying because but because at the same time, because the like, thing is. In the first match, we didn't do anything. And it wasn't until the last 12 minutes where we put in Pedri, then all of a sudden we were like, oh, this is what we got to do, right? And knowing what Frankfurt was going to do on the next leg, we we weren't prepared for their counter. And that, to me, is still the same thing. And I, this is the problem that I see is that in La Liga – we're always going to win seven to eight games out of ten with our system and our style and our talent. But it's we have not had a coach that has adapted to this modern style that you have to have two types of systems for La Liga and Champions League. Like you, you can't like just you have to be able to do that. I mean, look at what Real Madrid did last year. You're telling me that their Champions League run was all luck? No, it's not all luck. They're able to be desperate for those th- for those moments. Do I like their style for La Liga? No, but they all got to a fast start, and that's what I'm saying is like, if we can't continue to adapt for champions or European leagues, then we were never going to have European success. And I want European success. That's that's the other thing I want. Yep. 
your point about Madrid there is where I see it though, which is you said they were desperate for those moments, and I, so and it goes back to my, I think it's a mentality thing. I think in in the in the small minutia that we sometimes get into analysing tactics is missing the massive thing. And again, I put it in our WhatsApp group the other day, which is mentality drives thing, things much bigger than tactics will because in tactically, you start up, you start, say the boxing adage, right? Everyone's got a plan until you get a punch in the face, right? So tactically, you start with a plan and, it, and, and then you have to adapt to what the other team's doing around you. Obviously, I'm being really, I'm, I'm trying not to be patronised, I'm being really simplistic. Mentality drives things more than tactics when it comes to that level. Who's running more? Who's, thinking more who's on the front foot who's on the back foot i don't think it was the fact that we were 4-3-3 i don't because 4-3-3 in reality you you move one player five yards and it becomes a totally different formational system it's mentality i think we we lacked desire i Hold think on, we lacked that's hunger that's in that's those that's games that's right no 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 we're there we're there since we're there, 2008 there. we lacked desire we lacked hunger we lacked desire, we lacked hunger, we lacked people that could come in and shake things up a bit. That doesn't matter if you're playing 4-3-3, whatever you're playing. If you don't have people that, for whatever reason, that moment want it, then it doesn't matter what formation you're playing. What I think we need is we need to bring more players in who don't have... It's not about being tied to 4-3-3, it's about being tied to old ideals of where Barca are and where we are now. So Pete, we need players in come in and change that up. And I think that's what we're going to get this season. I disagree. I disagree. Because the thing is, just look at our Champions League history since 2008. And you're telling me all those elimination times from 2008 was just mentality? No, no, no. I, I, did, I completely disagree on that. We also won what? We also won what? Three Champions Leagues yeah, we in should have time? won more. We should have won more. We probably, we, we probably we, we should, had, but it's we a hard competition We had the best player of all time on our fucking team, and we only won three. That's that's my biggest complaint about that, is that you're telling me that all those elimination matches from 2008 that we couldn't compete, go through the quarters, the semis, and so forth, was because we weren't running fast enough? Come on. But you think all of them are down to the fact we played 4-3-3? No, it's a mix. It's a, no, no, no. I'm not wild, saying 4-3-3. Like... I'm just saying being more adapt, tactically adapt to what the other team's going to do and stopping them as opposed to just we're just going to have the possession and do stuff. I just take the Chelsea match where they beat us, you know? Those different ideas of variants of using the actual corner kick as opposed to a short corner kick different things just to win the match in advance because we never want to do that and look at all the look at all the nah, you're, okay I'm, I'm, so you're telling me all the matches that we've lost liverpool roma all this was all based more on mentality than tactical well, 100%. Look at the goals you conceded against Liverpool. And you've got, a entire, you've got an entire team of people switching off at corners, man. That's that's not tactical. That's so you mentality. would rather... You would ra- you, no, look, look, at the, look at the scenes at half-time from that documentary. They're sat in the dressing room crying. But that, I'm saying... That's not tactics. Tactics to me is not only formation. It's not only formation. It's understanding what the other team's going to do. How are you going to stop them? Are you going to find chinks in their armor to do something? And we never do something different for the other team to adapt to us. And that's what I'm talking about as a whole. Not just formation. Not just formation. And we have never done anything since 2008 where the other team that we play in European nights, and I will continue to say this, will be like, oh my God, what, what, what's this? We're not prepared for this. Every team has the playbook. And that's why it's so easy to defeat us on Champions League nights because you stack the bu- Great. What, what are we doing here? Champions. What's our, what's our last Champions League run, buddy? What's, just look <laughs> no, at the matches. No, no. no oh, man, I, my God. You're throwing the baby out with the bathwater So you're telling me... Like, you're this, telling is me you're, so, you're, this is so... You're telling like, me for the Liverpool so match, for example, on the corner kick, that was because we were just tired in that one moment? Yeah, watch it. They did watch it, it over and over again, the though. Box. They None did the quick corner the over and over again. 
Yeah, and we and, and we kept switching off from corners. That's mentality. <laughs> it's not watching video. It's not watching video and seeing. It's mentality. Oh, Barcelona never line up quickly enough, so we're going to attack it here. This is what we're going to do it. Well, 100% that's what Liverpool did. What we did is switched off. That's not tactics. That's mentality. And there's times where we've done... But tactics is tactics is all part of finding the advantage of these little things, these moments in these big matches just to get the goal, right? That's a tactical move, right? So seeing the trend of Barcelona continuing to walk back and saying, hey, in this next game, we're going to take a corner kick in less than two seconds every mm-hmm. time. You think that's more mentality than tactical? I think from our perspective not from Liverpool's I think from our perspective the mentality loss is that not the formation I know, I know you're saying it's a mix but I'm, like, I don't understand the things that we've done in Europe I don't believe that a change in formation is, is right I also don't think I, I also think not, going, let's, give them, let's give them the other team more of the ball I'm, let's sit in deeper I don't, I don't no, buy no, that no 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 I'm not saying that I'm not saying that but again tactical for me is a lot of things it's not just formation you know it's pressing the corner Crossing more, like different things for European Crossing nights. to who? And we never Crossing do that. Crossing to who? Unless you, uh, but it doesn't well, matter. It, does, it, it doesn't it matter. Does. Unless Luke De Jong's on the pitch. Crossing to who? We've got an entire team of players where no one can head a football. Crossing to who? If you're crossing to no one, you're giving the ball away. You may, you may as well just kick it out for a throw-in. But the thing is, how many times have you seen last-minute heroics of junk in EPL, for example, where you just throw crosses in there in the last 10 minutes? Yeah, we're, we're, to, to strikers that can head a football, yeah? Come on. We're, we're, let's say Leeds, for example. You're telling me they have like the the greatest strikers. I basically, if a team if if a team in England is, you're ta- uh, no, no, we're no, talking no, no, about no, world class players have, at Barcelona. No, 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 like you're me. telling me, yes, their their heading is not as great, but come on, they're world class players. They can know how to head. Yeah. If if you're in England, if you're in England and you're losing with five minutes to go, you're not you're if you don't have a striker head of football, you're putting a centre half up there. That's why they're crossing the ball in. You're basically sending defenders right. Get yourself in the box. Can you okay? So, so then throw throw Arahu, throw PK up there. I don't care. I'm just saying, the idea of desperation in these moments, we don't have that, and that leads to the tactical ability of we just need to cross. And sure, we don't have six foot eight guy that's just going to just head the ball. I get all that, but the thing is, is you got to create opportunities. Watch all the matches that we are losing. We will have like one mm-hmm. quality shot on goal for ten minutes, and it's that, like nine but, minutes to work that you, one what shot. What do you want people to do? Just start doing things that they're not great at like i know what you're saying it's frustrating but, but, but i don't understand like you would rather you would rather us revert to a thing that we're not as good at or no, else we'd be doing just it for all the europe time just and, for and europe just for europe but why we're playing better teams how if it isn't going to work against levante why would it work against Bayern? no we don't do anything you've to got levante to be doing that's things the, you're inherently no no, no good that's at. the pr- you have to you have to do doing things you're good at and if you're saying we need to do more of plan b what is plan b crossing Using corner kicks to who? To anybody. You have to have opportunities. It's a it's a statistical thing. The more opportunities you're going to have, the more chances you're going to be able to score. Right? Who who was who was the last player that isn't a centre half and who isn't Busquets because you want him gone that scored a header for us? Luke De Jong. He's gone. I, I but this season could be something different. I'm saying all I'm hyper focused is having someone, right? That's going to use our system for the league, which is completely fine. I'm completely fine with that. 4-3-3, three, three, well, I don't give a fuck about the system during La Liga, okay? Because La Liga, like, we're going to win seven, eight games out of ten all the time. Like, mm-hmm. year in, year out, right? All I'm saying is for Europe, okay? My biggest problem was the performance against Frankfurt because, again, it was Frankfurt. But, again, it was a European night that we didn't show up. There was no 
tactical astuteness to anything on us on defense, on us on offense, anything like this. And that's all I'm saying is that, sure, when against Levante, we're not being as desperate to throw these crosses because it's Levante. I get that. But on a single elimination night where we need to get a goal, we do not have that. And we do we can never have a plan B or a plan C. Throw PK up there. Throw Rahu. I don't give I don't. I don't care. I just want to get out of there with a victory and move on. I do not care about style in Champions League for us. I do not care. I just want to win. And it makes it worse because watching Real Madrid win another Champions League, it's just that's that's just, that's insane. And we had the best player in the world and we only won three. And this this does not set well with me. <laughs> Especially watching all these Madridistas here. So <laughs> Wow. I was not expecting that. <laughs> You you have got off the cliff edge on this one, my friend. <laughs> I mean, how like how, how are we going to win more Champions League games? That's that's the that's we'll get be- get we'll get better players. Oh, well, it's not you're, so better players than we did in 2010 and 2012 and 2014 and 2017. Yeah, okay. Well, potentially, yeah. but also it's not the best team that wins the league. It's not the best team that wins. Champions I League. know that. I know that. That's so. So you just you just get yourself annoyed about the things that you can't control, man. But you can like, control. Look, look contains a lot. You can right, control. You can control some of it. You can control some of it. For example, you could control not switching off at corners. What you can't control is the things that over the course of a football season go you. Some things go you away. Some things don't. How about a not short? How about a not short corner? To who? I, I don't disagree. I don't. To I don't anybody disagree. on our team. I, I don't disagree to with you. But team. to who? Arahu scored two two corner goals this year. Brilliant. And now he gets now he gets now he gets marked by two players at every corner. I know what you're saying, but but what, you you can't just start throwing the ball into people who are marked, man. It doesn't work like that. It's not just have, have more shots. But I I mean, like first of all, you make it seem. <laughs> I understand, but it, it's not it's not even about that. There's so much junk that happens when it tries to clear and you never know what's gonna happen. You make it seem like Barcelona do not know how to head a ball. Like I don't get this idea at all. <laughs> for for eighty percent of the team, I would think that's not a million miles no, away from the no, truth. Come on, man. Yeah, you get it's like Mate, we got an average we got an average height of about five matter. foot nine or something. It doesn't five matter. No, it doesn't. It does. It's about positioning and getting in front of your player. I mean it's just because you're short doesn't mean you can't head the ball and can't can't win the ball. Like that has nothing to do. I mean, it does if you can't get. It does if you can't get to it. So like throwing the ball in the box for us is utterly, utterly pointless unless we've got a centre half up there, right? So from corners, yeah, we could shake it up a bit, and I think we've we've done more of it since we had Araujo on the team because we've now got Araujo and PK going and attacking the ball, right? But in general, like I know you're saying do more, but saying do more doesn't really help if you don't have the players to carry it out. But, and I think this is where so then you would rather all the way you would rather the beginning, you would rather need... just see the same thing and get the same result. I'd rather play the odds. <laughs> but, I'd rather play the odds. Change, changing it up for changing it up's sake it does not does not interest me at all. Just because, like, just because I'm getting sick of eating chips doesn't mean tomorrow I'm going to go and eat something out of a drain just to see if it's not, nice. Don't, don't, no, 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 no. You, you can't <laughs> really. That's the analogy you're going to go with. So crossing is like the drain. No, come on, man. Let's just put. Let's just put my hand. Well, no, it is if, it is if you no, don't think you can no, win the ball. No, come on. There is there you, is you one ball it... on a there is one ball on a pitch. Why throw it into a bunch of players if you don't think you've got a better than fifty percent chance of winning it? Why would you do that? Because it's the last eight minutes of a Champions League elimination and everything that you've done. And would you rather have Would you rather have the ball for eight minutes and try or go? Let's just give, no, give them the ball. No, because you've already back. had. You've if, already if, had a hundred. If the odds are in your already, favor, you've already try had one hundred and sixty minutes to do what you're trying to do. 
So why write off? Why write off the last of it just because you like? It, because you, you have play the, the odds. You have to give yourself the best chance of winning. And statistically, putting a ball where you've got one player to three of their players statistically yeah, doesn't give I'm, you the best I'm chance of retaining the ball. Cross. Does it? I'm crossing seven, twelve times. Not just one cross. You make it seem like I'm just going to do this one miraculous, uh, beautiful cross. No, no, no. And did the odds get yeah, better? Of course. Did the odds get better if you, got the same, if you cross into the same place against the same players? How? Oh, my God. How? Like, defenses get tired. <laughs> it just takes one hit. That's it. It's not – It's you, you have more chances to score. Of course. I'm not saying I'm, – I'm talking about Champions League home and away. You already had more than 150 minutes to play your style – when it's the last 10 minutes and you are desperate to win, you just start throwing junk. But the thing is, I'm not saying that you just throw one cross in there. I'm saying you're throwing 12 as many as you can because the stress on the defense, you never know what's going to happen. A bad clear, then all of a sudden you have a clean-up goal. Like, it does not have to be the most aesthetically pleasing goal. I'm just trying to get out of the stage and keep moving on. And that's what I'm saying. We do not do that. So if you're saying the odds then our odds should have been better in the Champions League run because we had such great passing, such great attack, and the best player in the world, and those odds never worked out. And I know the game, I understand. We're playing highly elite teams, but that's what I'm saying. These teams have scouted us better than we have all the time. Every team that we've lost to, they've scouted better. they found little things to exploit us, and we had never done anything. When was the last time we say... Oh my God! Barcelona did X Y Z, and we we advanced the game in a Champions League run. But when but when was the last time that Barca threw five balls into a box and won any of them? Unless PK are out, like like if you're a centre half, right? If you're an elite centre half, they've never done it. They've never done it. Let me finish. Let me finish. If you're an elite centre half, right, and you, and you're up against Ansu Fati, Dembele, and Aubameyang, and you say, right, lads. They're just going to throw the ball in the box. You'd be licking your lips. You'd be like, brilliant. I get paid to head the ball away for a living. Brilliant. I'm going to eat all of them up. Amazing. I will concede that if we start putting centre-halves up there, okay, well, that changes the odds slightly, doesn't it? Because you've then got people that, in theory, should make that ball at least a 50-50, if not a little bit more in their favour, right? But then you're going to have to replace them somewhere. So the minute we lose the ball, which presumably on a ball in the air, someone's picking up the second ball unless it's a goal, then all of a sudden you've got what Ansu Fati in defence you can't just throw shit at a wall and hope it sticks at that level you can't do that you're you're asking players who aren't designed to play that way to go and win the ball against players who probably are built to head balls away I understand that that they're built to to head a ball away (laughs) but at the same time in the 90th minute in the 82nd minute of a match you're not as fresh as you are and the stress and the mental focus that you need to win these balls in the air goes x-fold and it just takes one mistake i'm obviously the our players are shorter but like that's the thing i'm talking about <laughs> this is nuts I, this is nuts if you're going to go against a tired center half in the 90th minute right are you honestly going to try and throw a ball in the air at them with someone that's that's unlikely to win against them as opposed yeah, to also, running at them? also i'm gonna uh, be, be more direct I'm, maybe but yeah, don't but, just but throw also, I'm, shots I'm, from distance I'm and not, balls that's in the not box. what i'm doing either i'm gonna vary the crossing it's not gonna be the typical cross where i'm just gonna hack it in the middle maybe it's gonna be at the top of the box <laughs> at the back of the box the front of the box like i don't you make it seem like i'm just gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna Mate, this is proper doomsday <laughs> thinking this this is doomsday thinking you you you're, you're got so far inside no, your own head with but this. you make it seem like I'm just going to go all the way down to the flag and then cross it through the middle. No, no, not at all. 
I'm going to have movement inside the box. I'm going to try to cross early, cross later, make a move <laughs> coming through. Like those are different things that's going to put the defender on its toes. And he's just not going to be in cement shoes just heading everything. You got to make him move out of his comfort zone as well. Like you, Dembele is faster to pull him out and put – that's the thing. It's like you have to have these plays. There's, there's probably a very good reason why we don't do this, you know. That's all I'm saying. It's probably yeah, a very we, good reason we always, why we Because we this. always think we're always going to outlast with our passing and win those <laughs> matches. That's why. I mean, that's that's the thing. This is not the conversation <laughs> I was expecting. Well, we'll see. We'll see this year. We'll see this year, obviously, with the new Champions League format. And we'll see if our system uh, wins out again, you know. And we'll see, you know, with our Champions League immaculate success since 92, you know. Let's get Mourinho in. And let, no, let, no, I'm let, not let him saying take that. over the last five minutes I'm of play calling. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying <laughs> find something, do something different for a match <laughs> of importance where the other team is surprised <laughs> and we win the goddamn game in advance. That's all I'm asking. Is that too much? <laughs> I don't <laughs> Apparently it is. Wow. I mean, wait, this is, is this baby. is this is, it reminds me of um, like in basketball when they didn't have set plays and then all of a sudden they had set plays. Oh my god, they have set plays. And you know what we could do? We can change the play on the next possession. Oh my gosh, wow, this is amazing. This is a game changer. And now you can yeah, but you're 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 out here putting Alan Alan Iverson at power forward. No, man. Not, like, come on. not even, not even, <laughs> not even. But what I am saying, what Change I am up. saying is, you can do something like the Hamptons Five, where you use five small people and one tall person as your center to mix stuff up. And that's the thing I'm talking about. I'm not saying to put Alba at center back and anyone like this. I'm just saying again, I'm just focused on Champions League. I don't care about La Liga. I do not care about La Liga with our style. Our style will always win out in La Liga. Always. I'm talking about Champions League. Again, I just cannot stand that Madrid won another Champions League with this hack team of theirs. And it just it baffles me. It baffles me to no end that we had the best player of all time and we only won three. So that just continues to, to baffle me. So anyway, you have any last thoughts before we close off? Sorry to go on this tangent. Other than, other than the fact that I think you need to go and take a lie down, <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. I think it's so. I'm, wait, I'm let, glad, me, let me I'm ask you this. Let me ask you this. Are you? So this is the it. other thing that I'm worried about, Chavi, is that he's desperately playing for Dembele, and this is this is your boy. You know, he's yeah, he's literally I in the think, negotiations. Why? Well, if if they've they know more about salaries and market aspirations and stuff, if they've known all along. If they've known all along that what he's expecting from Barca isn't doable, which is one thing, but if they've known all along based on their network of people that what he's asking for elsewhere just isn't going to happen, and they're just basically watching this guy's agent burn his house down around him, if it means that Xavi thought, you know what, I get a player who... Dembele is a Champions League player, right? He just does lots and lots and lots of things that frustrates me. But if all of a sudden, if Xavi's thinking to himself, if he goes, he goes. It's fine. It doesn't matter. We can replace him. But if he stays, he's going to stay on a significantly less wages. He's just lost all of his bargaining power, which means he's got to get back in his box. Fair, fair enough. Like if 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 this goes the way it looks like it might go for Dembele, he's just basically, or or his agent more appropriately, has just lost any bargaining power he had, and he's now going to be doing the same job for a lot less, with a lot less uh, weight to throw around. I think if you're Chavi, then you probably do take that. Yeah, I, I, I'd rather see him not there, but I can see the reason for keeping him if that's the, if that's how it plays out. I mean, do you really think he's going to play any better? Well, no, but at least he's going to have to 
go and work a bit harder as sure he belongs for his next move. I think Dembele, Dembele should always have been... How, how, how can I word this? The problem Dembele had wasn't Dembele's fault, which is that we signed him for an obscene amount of money and then paid him an obscene amount of money. That's not really the player's fault, as much as it frustrates me. And so I think if, Dem, if Dembele had been signed for half the fee on half the wages and played the way he'd played, I'd probably be... I'd be all right with him. I'd be okay with him. The problem is that we signed him. For, we 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 signed we signed him on messy terms and got Dennis Suarez performances. <laughs> that was my that was my issue. It wasn't like it's all about it's all relative. Like the problem we had is that we spent X amount of money on him, which meant we couldn't go and buy someone better. If we'd have got him for the money, he looks like he's now going to be getting. Then apps could he do a job for us? Absolutely, but he can't be your marquee player. Money's finite. Like we're not in a position where we can just give everyone a shitload of cash. I'm out. I'd, ra- I'd rather, yeah, don't get me wrong, I'd rather he wasn't on our squad, but if it plays out the way it's going to play and all of a sudden you've got him for half the price, fair enough, keep him around. He's clearly popular with lots of people in the club. Like, he's obviously doing something right that they would still have him around. For half the price, let's see, let's, let's see what he does, but... I just don't get it because what's the most important thing that he needs to do, you know? I need to learn how to pass a ball. Well, he also, well, he needs to score goals, you know, and... You know, he doesn't score enough goals for me to merit whatever to keep him on the team. I did, again, you you get seduced by the not you personally. I'm just saying you mm-hmm. in general. You get seduced by the speed and the you're like, oh my gosh, whatever. But again, it's just it's not enough, is it? No, because the career you have to look at the career that he's had at Barcelona. I, yeah, I know yeah. it's been plagued with injuries and stuff, but you got to take the whole as a whole. You know, and I and I just cannot. I've already seen enough. And I don't think he's going to get any better. And I think this was the best season he had, like, injury-free-wise. And, yes, he had quality assists, and I get all that. But I need more goals if you're going to do this. And to me, it's just not enough goals. And I would rather go out on a limb on another player that's going to work hard and do this to take a chance because I've, I'm already tired of the Dembele story. I'm just tired would of you, it. The way I'm looking at it is this, and this, this might not make sense outside of my own head, right? But in okay. my head, this, this, is, this is how I'm looking at it. I'm trying to be rational with it. Okay. And again, I'm not saying you're not. You were on the other stuff. I'm not saying you're being irrational here. Let's not go back to that one, though. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is if if he's going to half his wages, or is it like a 40% cut or whatever, basically half, would I take a player on a free transfer, which is what it would effectively be, would I take a player with those attributes on a free transfer on that wages? And I, and I would, knowing what I'd like, if he, if that wasn't, if that was, if Dembele had just done what he'd done elsewhere, would I take him? I, I absolutely be willing, would be willing to roll the dice. That's that's the way I'm trying to look at it. Is if if the finances stack up the way they stack up, he's lost all of his he's lost all of his political stature. And by the way, this is played out. If this happens, I'd be willing to roll the dice on on effectively a free transfer on those wages. If if the money isn't different, then you've got to question why we haven't looked at this objectively and gone. This guy needs to move on. So I think you have to almost see it as a new signing. I hate doing you know when some customer injury, so it's like a new signing. I'm not saying that, but you know what I mean. I, I I like I like the exercise in that, and I would agree. But at the same time, if you were to look at it, you can't just look at this last season. You have to look at his whole career. That's the challenge. Yeah, the of course of, it is. Yeah, yeah, you know, and the, the amount of minutes he played because yeah. that would, that's the first red flag that you. He's like, okay, yeah, he played you know over fifteen hundred minutes this season, which is his career best at at Barcelona, and he had one goal and twelve assists. Yeah, he still didn't do How, a lot. That's what I'm saying. And how valuable are those assists in those moments? It's a really it's a it's a high number of assists. And so you look at it and you're like, okay, 
how valuable is the assist? Do I want to sign a player like this? And again, I just look at the career mm. that he's had at Barcelona. He hasn't scored more than six goals. And I just, to me, I need more. And I also just need, I, I'm just tired of the story. Like you said, I like the exercise of if it was a free player, I would still put a red flag just because of the amount of um, matches mm. he's missed with his injuries. He's just undependable on that. So, And that's the thing is we cannot, especially right now in this moment, we need players we can depend on mm. to create competition and to create this environment that's going to help the team grow. Because if players are just hurt, there's no competition, then we're going to be in the same rut we were in the last two months last yeah, season. So. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, Craig, it's been real. That was a roller coaster, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining me. Happy Sunday. We'll talk soon. Pleasure as always. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.